let's like jump into it. We're warmed up. This was a good episode. We have we can we can jump. We can we can do it. Um well because like I I started this late, you started this late, correct? So like what by the time I turned it on, texts were a flying, and I was like, damn, this is gonna be good. Yeah, Gabby and Buddy, um well I, I think Gabby texted in a text with me and Buddy like right like around the time i think tribal was happening or like the vote was read and i was like i'm almost done i'm almost done but i was this episode gave me a lot of anxiety but like the good kind and the bad yeah but oh shoot ashley we forgot to introduce ourselves oh wait is this a podcast or something welcome to idle chatter i'm laura and i'm ashley I'll just so yeah we're we're talking about Survivor. <laughs> we also um we tend to get into some tangents, some rants. It's we're chatty, we're chatty over here. And if you like our chatter, I would love if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps. I don't think we've gotten a new one in like a year, uh-huh. guys. I'm gonna, folks. I'm gonna have to steal someone's phone and write one. Has Brandon Naborski left one? No. I'll make him, though. Yeah. <laughs> Has he been enjoying having his room on, all to himself, do you know? Honestly, probably not, because, like, shortly before I moved out, he took this job, and he, mm. he's been working so much. Like, sometimes double shifts, sometimes six days a week, and it's, like, manual labor and he's like exhausted so i feel like he does not get to even play a lot of world of warcraft and he's probably and like so basically like he works and sleeps and like is grumpy like that's a dime some video games when he has a chance but (laughs) well in that case brandon's probably not going to get around to leaving us a rating review so he's very busy hopefully one of our listeners at home will will help us out and do it but in the in the meantime let's let's get into the episode at hand it's episode seven of season 41 and it is called there's gonna be blood sure is i i missed um where where this phrase came from i don't know if you caught it i did oh okay yes um Um, I, i feel like half of this episode was tribal yeah oh my yeah i i was going into it and i was like holy shit like i can't believe like i was i figured i was like oh something else is gonna happen after tribal but no it was like very involved like we had a live tribal there were idols there were advantages there's a giant jungle cat behind you right now oh my god do you see what i put up her 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 panther max he is he isn't he's drinking out of the sink he's doing something um, okay. Well, so, okay. I, w- I want to make one general comment that I was that I was so happy about is they're finally miking the live tribal. Like when everybody gets up into groups and whispers, we were actually able to hear that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like in the past we got some, but I feel like there was more. Yeah. Like we, there's always been it's always been a little bit of a question mark when we see people whisper, but I felt like we heard a good amount of stuff yeah definitely no this one i really had me but yeah the the gifts that uh or do you say gif or jif i feel like it's technically jif but i like gif i say gif okay yeah the gifts that brian sent us like the guy sweating and like whoa (laughs) 
I know. And I and I, it's my allegiance changed like multiple my, times. My my allegiance, I I was very surprised how I felt. And like maybe I'll talk about it more when we get there at the mm-hmm. moment. But I was surprised what I wanted to happen. Right, right. We we do have to talk about we, the episode picks up with Erica over on Exile Island. She's had a rough couple of nights. There's a bad storm. And she decides to smash the Fukin hourglass. Yep. And I would have done it too. Oh, see, I Oh wait. Another thing that I laughed about when I was editing the episode, when we we're talking about like whether she or whether or not she's gonna smash the glass and just like the concept of this like turning back time in general. And I, I said something like, but now there's gonna be glass all over that beach and you were like Fiji's gonna be okay they got that fuck you survivor money (laughs) oh my god yeah that's good that's a good one actually Uh, they they really do um but yeah so I know yeah she's like alone in the rain like she's having such a rough time but like I will say like the editors this season like we don't know what she did we leave her on the beach and then Jeff's like I don't know what he says. He doesn't say, come on in guys. I know I can tell you that but he, say, he says something and they, they come on into the challenge, which is a familiar. No, you know what he says? I actually remember this. Oh. He goes, cause he didn't, he didn't do, um, come on in. He was just like, come on in <laughs> as if somebody would be like, come on in. Water's fine. <laughs> um, Wait, are you are you like referencing the Bo Burnham song or just like that phrase? The phrase. What's the Bo Burnham song? Oh my god! So he has like this Netflix special. I we know. I love the special. Yeah. I love it. Okay, you know, like that's that song where it's like, "Don't be scared, don't be shy, come <laughs> on in, the water's fine." I, I don't know that one in particular, oh but god, I the, I loved that. That song is so haunting. It was it was in a lot of TikToks. Well, you know I don't go on TikTok. Yeah, but like no, like I like honestly like Danielle, if if you're listening, we were talking about him just the other day, and he's in Promising Young Woman too, and I really like him. Um, but I I I said to her, I was like me with that Bo Burnham video. I it was like you watching BTS's Dynamite video. Like she was so obsessed. I feel like she just used to watch that video on repeat, and that was me with Bo Burnham. I the yeah that was I those it's songs, like all those eyes on all good. eyes on me yeah you know you you'll know the one but anyway come yeah come on in the water's fine <laughs> no I wasn't I was just... rising like I give a shit it's a good song I want to listen to that and watch it again it was tough because I I was like really into it but it was depressing to Matt oh all as people were saying like people were comparing that to Shakespeare and I didn't disagree yeah no uh just you know in the in in the sense of like great art being produced during a pandemic Mm -hmm. but okay wait it's been like two we're two minutes since the episode we cannot get sidetracked fuck you Fiji money Jeff says come on in yeah the water is fine (laughs) Bo Burnham okay here we are so, yeah, we get a flashback to Erica smashing the hourglass and everybody sees what that means. And it's going to be the opposite group is going to have to compete in the immunity challenge. And let me see if I can g- keep track of who all is going to play. It is 
Ricard, Sydney, Evie, Deshaun, Danny, Nasir. <laughs> Wait, I was looking at Nasir's Instagram and he does hashtag this is Nasir. <laughs> oh, it is Nasir. My, it is. My angel. I, I, okay, I had such a terrible fear that Nasir was going to be in danger this episode. Oh, a, a nice leap, Max. The cat. <sighs> That's my cat. Um, yeah. Um, but I was so worried Nasir was going to be in danger. And I was like so relieved to find out later in the episode that he was not. Surprisingly so. Maybe because they know he's an idol, though, because he was confused as a goat on AstroTurf. Oh, my God. Did you see Bryce's Halloween yes, costume? I loved it. Amazing. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... They're going to do the classic Survivor Foot Challenge. I do not remember the proper name. I do. But, I look, oh, go on. I looked it up. I looked it up. Thanks. Um, It is called, I lost it, but, um, hold on. It's called, like, something afoot. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Thanks. Hold on, I had it pulled up, but I must I must have Googled something after, so it went away. Um, it is called oh my god, sorry. It's okay, don't worry about it. The game is afoot. The game, clever, clever. The game is a fun. And it, I remember well, when I saw it, and I was like, I feel like Baylor won this. And I remember you specifically said we were recapping season twenty nine, San Juan yeah. del Sur, Blood versus Water two, and you were like, I feel like I would be really good at this. I'm really good at grabbing stuff with my feet. I am really, I'm exceptional at it. And then it's it, true. It also was in um, Second Chances, and Spencer won that one and then it was also a reward challenge in season 35 heroes versus healers versus hustlers um that lauren won and i'm looking at her i've i never rewatched that season so i'm like looking at this woman's face you did because you went on a escaping reality for that one yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. but she won that okay well this this it wasn't really anything to write home about because everybody was doing pretty well, right? Like everybody was neck and neck. So I really it, thought it was going to be. It was funny though because I really thought it was going to be Sydney or Evie. Like Evie <laughs> was so close, and then she knocked a block, and then Sydney was on her way, but Ricard pulled it out. The the best. So w- w- as soon as like this challenge ended, I was watching this with my husband Matt, and he just he was like. <sighs> And he just, like, let out the biggest sigh. And I was like, wow, you're really on the edge of your seat there, huh? Right? I was, too. Okay. So, yeah, Ricard wins, which, like, I think if he didn't, his name would have gotten thrown out there. Definitely. And it's interesting because Shan was really rooting for him. And it's just interesting because, you know, Shan and Ricard, they're the lone players left from their tribe but like this episode we really didn't get them interacting and it's like we got a lot of shan and liana and then you know shan with the core four but we didn't really see her talking to her card so like she was really you know rooting for him and everything but 
don't know. Just like, I'm wondering where they stand. Like if I, I'm wondering if he did not win, where would Shan stand with him? Would she throw him under the bus? Because I feel like all in all that, I feel like they are tight. Yeah. Well, that's the only challenge we get in this episode too, which I feel like is pretty significant Yeah, because we are just left to some crazy devices of just like mass scramble. Seriously. It was a lot to keep up with, but I mean, basically um, when we go back to the beach, it's, you know, the core four. So Danny, Leanna, Shan, and Deshaun are saying that they want Evie. And then yeah. we go to Tiffany, Xander, and Evie talking. And Xander's like, no, you're good. I'm going to play the idol for you. Um, But then this is something that I found like a little questionable. Like, is this a good idea? Xander tells Danny, oh, well, Evie's going to be safe. And then set- tells him about Leanna's advantage. And I'm like, is that a good idea? Because then she could potentially... It's just very awkward because I don't know, like, I feel like Evie and Leanna and Tiffany had this all-girl alliance that they were going for. So I feel like at that point, I guess they just know they can't trust Leanna anymore. Well, we kind of find out why when we get to the flashback. Oh, yeah, because... She but at the, this is this is where like some of the editing is confusing because at this point we still don't we don't have that information yet. I guess I just assumed Tiffany would tell them. But yeah, so basically Tiffany told Evie about Leanna's advantage that Shan blew up her spot about last episode. So right. Tiffany told Evie, Evie told Xander. So this is messy. Seriously. Well, we end up getting the flashback. So after they're all talking about targeting Evie, Xander and Tiffany are talking and then Evie comes up and this is, I thought this, I don't know. I'm just such a softie now. Like I thought this was a cute moment because Xander's like, I'll give you the idol. And then she cries and he's like, you're my sister. I know. I thought that was so sweet. And like, I will say I do feel, I feel bad because Evie really was prepared to get rid of Xander though. And he doesn't know that. So I do feel bad, but I, I am like really rooting for old Yasa, like Tiffany, Evie and Xander in that moment. Cause I just like an underdog. And I like that Evie is the only person that is not from the original blue tribe that is on the chopping block. And at that point she is my mark and I want her to be safe. Yeah. Because of the underdog factor. And like, even though I last week was like, oh, I really love this thing that with Leanna and Shan and Deshaun and Danny, I love Danny and Deshaun. And like, well, obviously like Nasir, no one hurt him or I'll hurt you. But mm. at that moment, I was like, I want Evie to come out of this, which is weird because before I was like, you know, she's gunning for Xander and like he was the underdog at that moment on their tribe. So I just this complex I have. I just like I I really root for the underdog. I get it. Well it's fun to root for the underdog. Like why not? Um but yeah, so Danny tells Leanna 
about what Xander said about her advantage. And then at that point, she's like, oh, great. So everyone knows Tiffany told. So Leanna and Shan, they read the advantage and they're like, you, it said, you know, like, which is smart that they're actually clearly reading it to make sure that they play it right. And it Mm -hmm. says that you ask a person at tribal, you can ask one person, one of two questions, one time. So then they're kind of like, well, is he going to give Evie the idol or is he going to have it? Because they need to know who has it on their person in order to ask it and play it right. Okay, so Lana goes and talks to Shan and they talk about the advantage and like what it means. The one thing I wanted to mention too before we go on to that is I loved in Evie's interview when she was like talking about how Xander gave her the idol and she's like, I mean, I probably wouldn't have done it for him. Like, I just loved the honest. I loved the honesty. Yeah. No, definitely. But it, she didn't She didn't say it in a malicious way. She was, like, touched because she was like, I probably wouldn't have done that for him. Yeah. But, you know, another thing, too, though, I think, too, although I will say one of my issues with this episode is just because only five people on, are on the chopping block doesn't mean we don't need to know where the other people stand. Like, mm-hmm. we really just kind of got that, like, the core four, they called themselves that one time in the episode. So that, did they call themselves that last week? I don't know. I heard Shan say it, I think, this week, the core four. So they they wanted to vote Evie. Like, we hear that. And then we know Deshaun's name is being tossed around by, you know, Evie and... Because Evie talks about Deshaun's, you know, social game, which he definitely has. Like, yeah, like, super personable. Like, I love him. But we don't, like, where the fuck is Heather? Where's Erica? Like, we don't see anything from them still. Like, we get a little Sydney, but, like, really, we don't even know where Nasir stands. It's just kind of, you know, and his name's on the chopping block, but we don't see much. So it's like, I kind of would have liked to know, like, where at large the group stood right it was really hard it was really hard to follow along yeah but yeah so basically i mean like then okay so then we have liana and evie and xander talking and liana's like oh everything's so crazy right now and evie and xander can like smell bullshit from a mile away and knows that she's not with them anymore. And that's when they say Deshaun's name and specifically yeah. say, and it's funny, like Xander like puts the idol in his pants in front of Leanna, like mm-hmm. just to basically, and then Leanna's like, the, the part that's really confusing is because at one point, and there's so much, to, there's so much going on. At one point, Xander talks to Danny and he is like, it's no secret. I have the idol. And, you know, I heard I heard about Leanna's advantage and like that's why I'm gonna give this to, I'm gonna play this for Evie. And then Danny then tells Leanna that. So she knows that Xander knows, but she's acting like she doesn't to him. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't I don't understand why what her because if she, angle was if she says I know it might be more sus that 
she's trying to find out who physically has the idol on their person. Yeah, that's fair. So that's fair. her takeaway is got it. She didn't want them to know that she knew that they knew. Yes, yeah, so they know that we know that they know. Any friends fans out there? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think that's what it is because I don't know. Like, who really knows? Like, does Xander and Evie know about the core four? Like, probably not. They mm. probably don't know that the four of them are aligned. So. Xander knows that he and Danny like had spoken last week about some things about Erica being the one before she came and you know changed history whatever Mm -hmm. so I think Xander thinks he's kind of like cool ish with Danny but maybe doesn't necessarily care if things get out but he doesn't know for a fact Lana knows that he knows so I think she's just kind of like why incriminate yourself if you don't have to and maybe her asking like won't seem as suspicious because it's very clear to us what she's trying to do she wants to know who physically on their person is going to have that idol yeah that tracks so and he but then they know that so he specifically puts in his pants and she asked she asked evie after like oh he's he's not going to give it to you and evie's like oh no he wants to have his like big moment at trial yeah which is smart and like leanna could believe yeah, that that was a good good saving face there. I thought moment, in this very moment, I was like, they should give it to Tiffany. They should give it to Tiffany. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I mean, spoiler alert, they did. But I there's also also like Sydney's name obviously gets thrown out thrown out at some point too, and there's not really like well, but okay, that's the thing too. Like not like personally, like don't like care for Sydney that much, but like Deshaun and Sydney were cool on blue and then it's like they have this Leanna tells Deshaun his name's being thrown out there and then all of a sudden it's like vote for Sydney vote for Sydney and it's like okay like I guess you have this new alliance now but like I don't know like where's your loyalty yeah that's well that it kind of goes back to last last week when Sydney made the the point that they haven't really had the chance to solidify their alliances because their loyalty, they hadn't gone to travel. So their loyalty literally had not been tested. And, yeah. and you know what? It's true, wouldn't though. you know? It's true, though, because really it's like obviously Deshaun wants it to be Evie. But I guess the only other choices like are, you know, besides himself, if he wants to protect himself or Danny, like that's probably his strongest alliance. And then like nasir so i guess like sydney is on the outs of that so like it it does make sense but i get why sydney was so quick to like remove herself from them too but it's just so interesting that it's like oh yeah like everything is all like happy on the blue tribe and then all of a sudden it's like how quick things change yeah shit really hit the fan They, they did have to but so, I mean, like, then do we just get into tribal, right? Well, I will say, yes, Sydney was like, I'm so self-obsessed that, of course, they're talking about getting me out. I'm like, well, yeah. yes, you are. And yeah, Leanna pretty much is, you know, going to make a move and talks about Xander underestimating her before. And But in this moment, going into tribal, I'm like, I want the old yellow to pull something off and ruin Leanna's steel that's what I I wanted wanted. I wanted that too because 
Yeah, I, it just was very, it was very smug. I don't know. I, I, I too wanted that. And at first we get into tribal and I didn't think there was going to be that much meat to it, right? I was like, yeah, like everything's a mess. Everything's confusing. We're all on the same page. Uh, but then we get into the idol talk. I also liked at this point, Evie says that she wasn't worried because, you know, she knows that her little bro Xander has her back and I thought that was cute. And that's when Xander pulls out the idol. And then, of course, we're like, is that the real idol? I don't know. I saw that thing and I was like, that is a fake. But like, I was expecting maybe Leanna to go for Evie. What did you think? Okay. And there, there's like, okay. The, the one thing too is... Shan most has the same idol. So wouldn't she have been able to see that and be like, that's not it? Or maybe they're different. Maybe she was like, they could be different. What do I know? Or, or maybe they were too far away. That she that's a good point. Really that's a good point. Because he did have the paper and it was just like right. some beads sticking out. Okay. Xander impressed me in this episode. He did. I Towards the end, I was a little worried, but like he did. And also... I will say, like, Deshaun blowing up Evie's spot. like That that he did. He really did. like a good move on his part because it's like, you know, he doesn't have loyalty to Evie or anything. But, like, that really could have changed Xander's decision. But I think Xander at that moment knew, well, just because Deshaun's trying to pit me and Evie against each other right now, that's still a number that I need. Like, even though, like... It doesn't really matter how we got here. We're here. Yeah. And I think that also, too, will solidify their alliance. Even if things were shaky before, like, it doesn't really matter because that act of loyalty, I think that I think that will solidify them and Tiffany moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought I think that's like a really good point. Like, it just it needed to be said. It needed to be put out there. And then we get to like the really juicy stuff because Leanna says, I have an advantage and I want to read it out loud, Jeff. And she reads it out loud and then she asks Xander. And I loved his response so much. She goes, Xander, do you have an idol? And he goes, No, but you can have this fake. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. Like, I never felt super strongly about Leanna at any mm-hmm. time. Like, I feel like when we were on the Yellow Tribe, like, from the beginning, I don't know, like, I started really rooting for Xander because, like, somehow he ended up being on the bottom. And I did, like, Evie at times a lot. And, like, Tiffany's grown on me. Like, mm-hmm. t- like I, I I, really like Tiffany now. Um, But Leanna, like, I don't know, like, I never really connected with her. I like her connect- connection with Shan, and I like her connection with the core four. But... I never particularly was like, yeah, I'm rooting for Leanna. Like, I never really felt that way. So at this point, like, I enjoyed, I enjoyed this happening. Yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't like the way that a couple of these next parts went down for, for Leanna. Like, and by that, I mean, like, I didn't like the way she, like, handled them because, okay, so, like, we get but we also get the flashback to them deciding to give Tiffany the idol, which we both agreed was like the move to make. Yeah. Um then in tribal, Evie says, 
thank you, Leanna. And I, I think Jeff was like, why, why are you saying thank you or something like that? And Evie's like, you know, because like I, I like see I, it's very clear now like where her alliance lies and like now I know. So thank you. And Leanna, you know, she kind of is like, well, you know, it's Survivor and like we all got to like play for ourselves and like I need to, you know, I need to be my own player and like make my own moves. And like I just kind of wish she maybe like owned it more. Or like maybe had like even like a sense of humor about it. I felt uncomfortable. Yeah, it just like I wasn't impressed by. I I didn't like support her decision and was like I get it because I will say she has no reason to distrust Evie though. That's the thing. Like Evie could have easily turned on Tiffany or turned on Leanna and like gone with Xander and Voce. Like that could have happened, but Evie chose to go with Leanna and Tiffany. Granted, they did not have to go to tribal again and vote anyone out, but Evie was very much on board with being aligned with Tiffany and Leanna, and Leanna kind of just dipped out on that, and, like, I understand, like, maybe she felt more of a connection to Shan, but, like, I don't know, like, why couldn't she have looped Tiffany and Evie in but it's like they chose to go for their core four alliance and she kind of like left them in the dust which is her it is her right but like Evie has a right to be like well fuck you then yeah and so that so that like kind of that kind of bothered me a little bit um I so then then they start kind of scrambling right and you one of my favorite moments was uh at one point, somebody was like, blah, 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 Xander's idol. And they just meant they were referring to it as the idol that once belonged to Xander. Like, that's what they meant. But then Xander goes, actually, I don't have an idol. And Leanna goes, yeah, I know. Thanks for reiterating that, Xander. And, like, she's, like, bitter grapes. Like, she's bitter grapes that it didn't work out. And yeah. it's like, you know what I liked is I liked when Deshaun was like, whatever happens, Evie, Xander. Like, that was an awesome move. And I respect that. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. I don't like the bitter grapes. Which, like, yeah, we would all be annoyed, but like, I'm sorry you made the wrong move. Like, not Xander's fault. Sorry he outwitted you. Let's see what he'll <laughs> outplay and outlast. <laughs> I hope he does. Uh, so yeah, like the I, tribal just. So I will say though, this was very difficult because at this point I'm like so invested in old Yasa, mm-hmm. Tiffany xander and evie succeeding that i'm like i'm forgetting this is at the detriment of deshaun like i don't want deshaun to go home either but in that moment i kind of kind of did so it was was very confusing for me yeah i i i mean like when it comes down to it is zero safe that's all that matters but i really like (laughs) I like Deshaun too, but like I'm not necessarily on board with his alliance. And by that I mean Leanna. Like I'm not on board with I'm on board with Deshaun, Nasir. The, I and I, I, I think I think I, I also do like I like Deshaun and Danny. Yeah. Too. I like that alliance. I like that, but like I didn't like yeah, I just didn't like the And I like the concept of the four of them working together. And then the the other thing that about that Leanna does that like irked me was at one point she she said and, and again, because this was all happening so fast, it was like very hard to make out. I almost like would want to watch this again, but like I don't, it was too much. Um is Leanna says something like, wait a minute, 
but Evie doesn't have protection. Like we can go for her. And Shan was like, no, 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 no. Like Xander's, she had, she might have Xander's idol. Like it seems like Leanna didn't concept, like she didn't get that. Like, okay, if Xander doesn't have the idol, then like somebody has it. Well, I mean, either way though, it was going to be played for Evie because she's the only one at risk. And I will say, I actually, it was very smart of them because long story short, I mean, everyone's whispering and then it's like Deshaun, I think, whispered to someone and was like, oh, we're going to vote for Sid. We're going to vote for Sid. So like it all turned into the, it was like a scramble voting for Deshaun versus Sydney at that point. And Nasir was over there even talking about, I, I think someone was like, I think Evie said to Nasir, like he was throwing your name out today, which he, yeah, he, I thought she was trying to like rile him up. Wasn't he, she? He might've though. Cause like, we don't see everything. It's like, yeah, like as an alternative, cause Deshaun knew his name was out there. So he's like, well shit, like I don't want it to be Danny. So it's either Sydney or Nasir likely. Like we didn't see him talking about Nasir, but it probably did happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so then at that point, and then then they like beckon Nasir over, and that's where they kind of hatch the plan to split the vote. And then at one point they're talking about giving Sydney the idol on the you know, the Sydney and the three yellow, like yeah, Tiffany, Evie, Xander, Sydney. They're talking about giving Sydney the idol, maybe. They're talking about playing an extra vote and writing mm-hmm. into Sean. Like it's pure madness and chaos you just don't know Hmm. i'm kind of surprised that we didn't get anything from jeff like um this was the the craziest tribal that i've ever seen he made some comment like oh i have such a good seat for this and it's like (sighs) jeff you have a good seat for every tribal you have the only seat yeah come on buddy but yeah so it's pretty wild and then uh it's time to vote yeah. And I have no idea what's going to happen. But I think we saw more than one extra vote being played. Okay, so I don't I don't know because I think they show you that piece of paper regardless if you use it. Like that's where that advantage lives. So it's like it's there for you to read and acknowledge. Do you know what I mean? What we'll do the math, but like two things. Two things first. First of all, Sydney tells us that she took her shot in the dark, so her vote is sacrificed. She unrolls her her paper, and she is not safe. Yeah, it was fun to see it get played, though. It was, and then it, honestly, okay, I thought literally it was a dice roll. Yeah, no, me too. And then it's really <laughs> just like there's papers and you take one and you have a certain yeah. chance. So since there were 12 of them, there were 12 papers versus like there were six papers. So there were two safes in in there. So she grabbed the wrong. But I thought it was like a shot in the dark. Like you roll a dice for some reason. I don't know why I thought that. And I don't know if it was said like that prior, but that was in my head. Like you roll a dice. yeah kind of disappointing yeah but well i will say deshaun definitely used his extra vote because i he held up two papers at the end got it got it he definitely did but so yeah we go to the votes and so it's like deshaun evie sydney deshaun evie sydney deshaun evie sydney and then i i think maybe it was another yeah, then another Deshaun, I think, 
mm-hmm. Evie, Sydney, Sydney. So maybe he was the only one that played it. The other thing to keep in mind, too, is before we read the votes, Tiffany was like, Jeff, and Xander goes, don't play oh, it. Yeah, yeah. And, and Evie is like, play it. And Xander is like, no, don't do it. If they thought Evie had the idol, like they wouldn't have voted for her. I I was so nervous when there were so many Evies. I know, me too. And like at one point, even Xander was like, I'm sorry, Evie. And like, I don't know. I My adrenaline, I can't, I was like dying during the- do you think he made the right move i mean obviously yes it, it worked out but i i i don't know because okay when someone has an extra vote what happens if there's a revote? right I don't know. I think that's a great question. And I think he did though because that is true because if they knew that all they needed to do was split it enough that Deshaun wouldn't go home. So Evie's name would still be on the chopping block if they did a revote. So they just needed to like put her name out there, I guess. They did, or or like, what if they did give the idol to Sydney? If they did do all Sydney, and then from the rumor, like the rumors from the the chit chat at the live tribal, what if they gave the idol to Sydney and Deshaun went home? Either way, Deshaun's not getting an idol unless unless Nasir gives his up, which like didn't seem to be a discussion. So they needed to split it, but it was more likely. I guess like the idol was going to be played for Evie, so they couldn't risk that. So they did have to give more to Sydney technically, but it was it was a risky move. Yeah, like Xander like thought he knew, but like did he really like? It it's easier to make the to make that call when it's your not your name on the chopping block. Exactly, like he had immunity. Mm-hmm. But I was so nervous and like. <laughs> I didn't want Deshaun to go home, but I wanted that particular alliance to to be down a peg. But like, also too, like I do like Deshaun, so I'm like kind of relieved, and I don't like Sydney, so I'm like kind of like that's okay. But like, I feel like it would have like hit harder if it was Deshaun or Evie. Mm-hmm. Well, and then the the other little last little bit here is that uh, Sydney was like when she's walking, she's like, I should have just kept my fucking vote. Right, because if Sydney voted, oh, okay. So there wasn't another vote for Deshaun then, because I was like, I only wrote down three, and I was like, no, there must have been four, but no, Sydney lost hers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why there were only twelve votes and not thirteen, because Deshaun played an extra. Sydney lost it. Okay. Um, and then like. When she is doing her 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 goodbye, if you will, um, she she says she says something like, "You know, my real life is so much better than everybody else here, so like it's fine." Like choking back tears. Yeah, she said it, but I I can't say I'm gonna miss her. And she also she also made a comment like, "You know, I I'm glad I didn't make the jury, so I don't have to look at their faces." Yeah. Like, okay. Chill. Take take a relax. 
But yeah, this is a really good episode. It was explosive. I can't wait to see like what's going to come from this. Well, next week you see everyone's like, oh, like Tiffany, this person, that Xander, that person, like lots of names being thrown around. So I think we're going to just honestly, the merge fucking slaps. Yeah. Like I knew that the season would really like ignite. Oh, the other thing that like I kept kind of forgetting was that the people who weren't in the immunity foot challenge were not eligible to be voted out oh yeah i i remember that yeah it was only like yeah because it, it was literally one of the former blue tribe or eddie was the only option because ricard was right safe. i'm interested yeah. to see what happens with ricard and it's interesting ricard seems so like aligned with the people that were going to potentially be going going to get voted out like i don't know i guess because shan's over there but mm-hmm. where does their relationship stand yeah because i feel like shan's really not looking out for ricard she's looking out for the core four where yeah your stand i'm still worried I, I will never not be worried about nasir well, his name gets thrown out next week. I think there's a very likely chance that he'll end up going with like Evie and Xander and Tiffany. I could see it. What the fuck is Heather's allegiance right now? I know. She should go with them too, honestly. Like that's well, she, the best well, for her. She voted for either Sydney or or Evie. Mm-hmm. Erica did too. Which I mean, I get Erica voted for voting for Sydney because she wanted to, even back at Blue. So I get that, but Erica's definitely like on the outs. Yeah, we kind of have like a, a the core four, and then a three, right? And then there's three others. This is like honestly a little too much math for me, don't you think? Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Core four. The Yasa three, and then four four others: Nasir, Heather, Erica, Ricard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because also like Erica wasn't there. So next week it'll actually be interesting to see like what emerges from that what emerges from that exactly um okay yeah like any any stray thoughts i feel like we we kind of covered it all no i mean i yeah i think that's about it like i I do what did you think let me ask you this what did you think about like the format though of this because it's like we only had one challenge and it was it was in a way for immunity i don't i just it the the it, again I, I I don't like when we break from our typical format of like you wake up you go to the challenge you go to another ch- you know what I mean well I mean we we did that last week too because we had no tribal so it's kind of yeah. like a continuation of last week's episode yeah where tribals at the end I just like want to I, I it, it's it's tough with this season being so different but no, I, I still I do really it. like it I don't need an I don't need two challenges an episode. Yeah. I feel like it's just 
it was like just so much so much so many conversations to like keep up with but you know what i feel like if we weren't podcasting and like actually having to pay attention to all of them and we were just watching it wouldn't have you're so right you're so right just like oh no like i need to remember this to discuss but but i mean overall i really enjoyed like that we got to hear more of the tribal scramble and yeah i'm excited to see like where it shakes out next week i just so we are actually halfway through if this is episode seven yeah it, and and in fact, it is episode seven. Yeah, it is. Oh, um, the there will. I, I'm like there will be blood, which is like I don't know if that's actually what it was called. What was it called? Yeah, there will be blood. Oh, okay. Um, I thought that was like a movie based on an Upton Sinclair novel. I didn't know if that was if I was like just saying the the actual phrase or like an iteration of it. Um, Shan says it to liana when they're they're talking about like got it i think liana's just like oh but evie's been like this and she's like you know blood's gonna spill you're just gonna be the first one to spill it basically oh my god yeah i i think like we did talk a little bit about um like the winner's edit that shan was getting i think that did fizzle a little bit because there was so much going on in this episode I won't be surprised if it comes back, yeah. but like just for now, like I, it just, it did kind of, you know, there was just too much going on. There were like a lot of different voices. Yeah. So many voices. Yeah. No good up. I'm, I'm looking forward to see where the season goes. Um, Survivor Scuttlebutt. Uh, are you super excited for Bryce and Wendell's watch party in Philly, November 17th? Are we going? I think we have we should go. Yeah, I know uh, we missed the early bird tickets. I was like looking <laughs> earlier today, so we have to pay ten extra dollars, but it'll be well spent. I have the money. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Not to brag. <laughs> I, have th- I don't know about you, but I have thirty five dollars plus service. Fee. I I am worried about like staying out quite that late. I mean, I know it's like the same time that we definitely won't be able to podcast that night, but that's okay. I don't think anybody's. Yeah, we'll just podcast the next night. Sorry, sorry, Brian. Yeah, no, it'll be okay. Um, we'll we'll touch base with that. But I, if if anybody, if we have any other listeners in the area, they're planning on going. Drop us a line, let us know. Uh, otherwise, um, we can move on to my favorite segment: luxury items. This is uh. A segment where we talk about things outside of the show Survivor that we have been enjoying. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. Well, sadly, I did finish all of the Julia Quinn romance novels that I was reading. 26 of them on track for my reading goal and it feels good. Uh, So I need to find something new. I think I might start with a new romance author like one of Julia Quinn's Regency romance friends. Wow. Um, I know. I, can, I tell you, can I can I confess something to you? Absolutely. You're gonna be like, what the fuck? I don't know what happened because for the past like 2018 and 2019, I read so many books. Like I think that I ended up reading like and I started like late in the year for my reading goal for 2018 but i ended up reading like 40 or something and i think i read like 60 in 2019 right i have not read a book since april of 2020 
Don't worry about it. Don't worry, but it's just crazy when I think about it. It's like, I remember it was like the beginning of the pandemic and I was like, I'm going to read so many books. That's not true. I think I I actually read a feng shui book. And like, love that. Yeah. Like in the summer of 2020. But I literally have not read it. Like, it's crazy. And like, I am at my apartment. Like I brought some books over. My laptop is currently sitting on a stack of books and like, I think that, like, the, the other day, I was like, I think I'm going to read. Did you? No, but I, oh. <laughs> I'm going to, well, though. I think it's, like, there's different different seasons because, like, for me, I I barely was reading. And then, you know, it, for, for me, it's, like, I used to fall asleep watching something on my iPad. And then when I had the baby and her bassinet was in our room, like, I couldn't watch my iPad and AirPods hurt my ears. So, like, I was just like, well, let me just read this on my phone. I'll just do it. And that changed the game for me. And I'm trying to – it's hard because the books that I'm interested in right now that I want to read are thrillers. Like, I really want to read one, but, like, I'm in my apartment by myself. And, like, it makes me feel spooked and I'm scared. So, like, I think that I might read, like, a romance or, like, I have Carol um, Radziwill's that's good that's a really good book so like that's one of the ones in my stack right now that i have so i think i might try to read that Mm -hmm. you should yeah no i I think i'm gonna give it a try maybe i'll read like 10 pages okay just read 10 pages tonight what what remains yeah it's good i don't want to spoil well i mean you already know what happens (laughs) but like it uh it's one of those books where like it starts like in the middle yeah or like at the end and then kind of takes you back yeah so like don't doubt like i would not be surprised if it's like november now and i like if it's so weird but it's like i feel like you get in a rut and it's like i haven't read a book in like over a year but i feel like once i start reading one i'll read like a book in a day and then read another one in the next few like i'll just like go 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 so yeah to see what will happen um well so I so I don't know okay I do I do, like I don't really have like a set luxury item I just want to like talk through what I've been consuming if you will yeah. um I did start watching The Good Wife as per your recommendation and I know that I will really like it I didn't even finish the first episode I have like 10 minutes left but I do like it because I love I love I don't know what the genre is called but like a powerful woman in the workplace like I love that um I love like I, I love the Matt Zucri of it all. Like so such a well, such a good a- such a good like character actor. I was looking it up too and like I saw like an amazing Rotten Tomatoes score, like 96% or something. Like that's very mm-hmm. good. But I also when I was like searching like the good wife, like, you know, is like because I recommend I know it was fucking awesome, but it's been so long since I watched it. I'm like, is it actually that awesome? But it did say somewhere like if you like the West Wing you will like the good wife and it's like i think i know someone that likes the west wing do you ever well the thing that's tough for me is like i said i've i've only watched 40 minutes of it but i just like i i literally like cringe when people say like i just don't have the time to watch tv it's like you have the fucking time but i really like i don't because it's like Monday nights, Matt, I watch Dancing with the Stars. Tuesday, I watch The Bachelorette. Wednesday, I watch Survivor. Thursday, I watch Grey's Anatomy. I catch up on True Crime Story. And then, you know, Friday, yeah, weekends here. So maybe like the weekend, I'll watch some. But 
yeah, it's it's wild. It's just I've never thought I'd be that person that's like, I don't have the time to watch TV. Yeah. Well, also, too, like, I think something like if something's more of like a drama, too, like you need to be able to like give it your focus versus if it's something light, you could maybe like do other things while you're watching it. Yeah. So I get like that sometimes with, like, with a drama. Sometimes I'm like, oh, like I have this other stuff to do. Like, I need to like clean up or like fold laundry or something. So I'm going to like put on something lighter, like reality TV or Mm -hmm. something while I do that versus something that like might need my focus more. But I think you'll really like it. Like if you just like get into a couple episodes, you'll be like, I can't stop. Right. Well, uh, what about you? Um, I caught up last weekend on the show in the dark. It was probably one of my luxury items last summer. It was on, it's on the CW, I think, um, but I watched it on Netflix. I think Courtney recommended it. And I found out Adina watches it too. Um, but there were two seasons last summer that I watched and the third season just came out. But I will say, like, I started to, like, watch the first episode of the third season and I was like, it's been a year. I literally don't remember. So I'm going to go back and rewatch the other two seasons because there are only 13 episodes. So mm-hmm. last week... And I, I put them on, like, in the background while I was doing other stuff. Like, I wasn't paying super close attention, but I just wanted to get the story. But, no, it was good. The The premise is um, there's this um, young woman. She's probably, she's probably, like, in her 20s, and she's blind. And she lives in Chicago. And her roommate, Jess, is a veterinarian. And she's just kind of, like kind of just like a a fuck up like a little bit like she like she's just like she's just bad like she smokes cigarettes she drinks too much she like sleeps with men she like rejects love she's like hard and she her parents own a seeing eye dog school and so she works there as like a receptionist jess is the veterinarian there and then like felix is like their nerdy co-worker and they all get like wrapped up in trying to solve a crime did you say what this is called the show in the dark in the dark okay yeah so basically like she's blind but she stumbles upon her friend tyson's dead body in an alley and she goes and calls the police this is like the first episode the police come there's no body there and it's this whole thing with like police corruption like drug lords like and these like regular run of the mill like boring people like a veterinarian and like just this random girl like trying you know they find themselves like entwined in this trying to figure out who killed Tyson and yeah it's it's good okay how many seasons this was the third season that just came out and like available on Netflix so yeah it's only yeah so that's 39 episodes that's pretty well, good but yeah no it's it's good it, it's like one of those things that it's like it's like funny sometimes it's you know what are what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on private practice are you gonna give it a try i watched like six episodes what do you think you don't sound into it i think i was like looking at it online they're like it gets better like the second season did you meet Charlotte yet? I don't know. 
Who is that? She's like the blonde one. She's like not part of the private practice yet. Is she like, does she work at the she's, hospital? Yeah, she's like the hospital chief of staff. Okay, yeah, I think I did kind of meet her. Okay. I feel like once she gets more into it, like I just, there's something about her character that I really like. She's like a real, like a real firecracker. Well, I'm also looking forward to see like Amelia all fucked up. Yeah, she doesn't come. Oh my God. That was like, I think kind of what piqued my interest because I don't know. Maybe I like, maybe it's when it was like on the air, like right after Grey's where like you got like a little bit of her story or something. And like, I just remember hearing about like that you like her and like the baby and like how she, how like her fiance, like her fiance died or whatever. Like some, like, like she like killed somebody. Like, There's like a lot of just like this like dark shroud of mystery. And I was just like, what like this sounds really dark and like that was a time in my life where I had like I could handle dark stuff and I like wanted to see that storyline but it's like yeah it's like I feel like the Amelia that we know and now in gray is is just like a responsible mom but she was like wild yeah so I'm no I am looking forward to that I think it was I haven't watched since last week but no I did watch I think I watched six episodes but I feel like it's just like a little like when you're used to to graze like i don't know like it's just it's kind of like anticlimactic when it's like this girl's going into labor let me just deliver her baby in like our private practice like you know i feel like it's funny because like the medicine like kind of takes a backseat on graze and you're more invested in the relationships but like i don't know these people so i'm not invested in their relationships yet and then also the medical stuff is just like a little boring but like i did read that like I think the medical aspect of it gets a little more intense in season two. And then yeah. also then we'll know the characters better by we, I mean me and the, the, yeah. the, the universal viewer. But um, so, yeah, no, I'm going to keep watching it. Okay. Well, I, it, I, I look forward to hearing your thoughts on that and we'll be back next week to talk more about survivor. I'm very excited. Hopefully. It won't be like quite as confusing. I mean, this wasn't confusing. Like we got the gist of it, but the the part in, in the middle of the episode when I was like, "Oh, she's trying to act like she doesn't know that she knows that they know," you know, like that that part like messed with my mind. Yeah, I I feel like I kind of like understood that. I just I just felt confused going into tribal, not knowing whose allegiances. Yeah, where, you know where where everyone's allegiance lied. Well, my allegiance lies with you and all of our listeners. Uh, Chatterboxes, I, we love you. I thought you were going to say my allegiance lies with Nasir, because same. Uh, it yeah, it does too. It that that's also a very good point. I would die for Nasir. <laughs> <laughs> He's so pure. Oh. All right. Well, I had to run. Lucy is waiting for her. your baby because I can see you looking at her. I know. I was gonna try to like take my baby's name in vain for Nazir, but I honestly couldn't even bring myself to make the joke. <laughs> yeah, so cute. It's just oh my god. I know. Like Lars, like eyes are like. I'm like she's looking at a baby monitor. She started. She started wiggling her legs a little bit. All right. Well, we'll talk to everybody next week. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Bye.